Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Before we get into the show, a fun fact. This podcast was actually born out of a newsletter that we started way back in 2012. Yes, that is before Substack was even born. People really seem to like it, and we think you will too, especially if you like this podcast. It is a quick hit list of 10 things we've discovered recently that we love. Everything from recipes to beauty products to books to tools to truly anything that excites us, like an Instagram post we saw and just can't stop thinking about. We send it every Monday, except for some holidays that we take off, like saying people, and it is free. Sign up at a thing or two hq.com. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more where this came from and want to support us in general, head to a thing or two hq.com and sign up for Secret Menu, which will get you weekly access to members only content. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I say over enthusiastically. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest thingies episode today that I am so excited about. Oh my gosh. Harling Ross is coming on to share her thingies. And I think people are just, are just pumped. I think so too. It's just going to be, it's very good. It's very, very good. Uh, but first we have something we wanted to share. Mm-hmm. Why don't you share it? Because you were the one, you were the one who discovered it. <laughs> it was my discovery in the mm-hmm. podcast, on the podcast, Apple podcast reviews page. Mm-hmm. Someone left us an incredibly nice podcast review And it ended with the sentence, everything is nice in here. And it felt like the highest compliment we could ever receive, but also maybe just like that could ever be given. I agree. It's just such a nice compliment about a podcast. I mean, it's what I, I mean, you know, we've, we just talked about this last week, but that's what I'm looking for in all my content right now. I just want everything to be nice in here. Everything. That's the thing. And it's like, I want to, I want to use this to describe a room that I walk into and be mm-hmm. like, everything is nice in here. A meal, everything is nice in here. This group text, everything is nice in here. Like it just feels like that is the energy that I want from yes. all of the things I'm interacting with. Well, because certainly outside in the world, it doesn't feel like everything is nice out there. But in here, everything is nice? not <laughs> nice out there. But in everything here, can nice it just be nice? Here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In here. And maybe in here is your heart, you know? <laughs> I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Um, it also just feels like the bestie to another line that we love that mm-hmm. a friend uses, which is don't go negative on the internet. Mm-hmm. Just a good rule of life. 
good rule of life, like mm-hmm. a model really worth reviving right now. Cause I think people are really struggling with that. Like, yep. I feel like we've kind of forgotten that the people behind the screens and the people behind the, like the usernames or whatever, are like actual people, because we haven't mm-hmm. seen them as people in quite some time and we're forgetting to be nice. Yes. And just like what good comes of being going negative on the internet, like rarely ever anything good. Yes, Very rarely. that's what it is. That's what, like, yeah. what is the point, really? Like, there were, I feel like there were a couple of authors recently who posted um, on social media and were like, um, just a reminder, if you're leaving a bad review, don't tag me in it. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to. I think maybe Jasmine Guillory. Yes, um, yes, I saw them. that too, actually. It was Jasmine And she was Guillory. like, she was like, I, in, already, I was at a funeral today. Yes. She was like, yes. I actually didn't need this pile on, but thanks. Right, um, right. Just like, come on, people. Why are you tagging authors in these reviews? Like, weird. Like, weird. totally weird. Yeah. The only people who need to be tagged in bad reviews are elected officials. Like, that's it. Gosh, so true. It's like Terry Gross says that, like, her rule is that um, anybody's allowed to pass on a question she asks except mm. elected officials. They have to answer all the questions. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah. It's an Everything is nice in here. Everything is nice in here. Everything is really nice inside Harling Ross Anton's thingies segment for sure. So nice. So if you don't know Harling already, Harling is a writer, a stylist, a creative consultant whose work you might have first discovered on Man Repeller, or maybe you obsessively follow her Instagram where she shares so many good recommendations. It just all feels very adjacent to very this much. A thing or two universe. Yes. Um, if you like this, you will like that. She's you a very thoughtful like. Instagrammer. Like she puts out content where you're like, oh, that's actually useful. I want to know. Yes. She's just a thoughtful person in general. And she she's going to give us like all of her, all of her favorite, favorite things and also explain what makes a good recommendation, which obviously we love. Hmm. Love it. Okay. Let's bring Harling on. Harling, thank you so much for being here today. We're so excited for your thingies. I screenshot so much of your Instagram for yes. unofficial thingies that this feels like <laughs> just delivering it right to me on a silver platter. I'm thrilled. Anna, so excited when I got Erica's message because I, as like, as you probably know, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm obsessed with recommendations. And I think a lot about not only like things I want to recommend, but also like the art of what makes a good recommendation. So yes. this is like my, my, this kind of podcast is like my sweet spot. Can we talk about that for a second? Like what makes a good recommendation, the art of it? Yeah. I'm sure you guys have a lot of thoughts on this too, since obviously you make recommendations for a living. I have like some, like almost like a rubric in my mind. Oh, yes, yes, Um, yes. (laughs) Not to get so nerdy right off the bat, but. um, No, I think less. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me if like you agree with this. So I think like first and foremost, like a recommendation needs to be like enthusiastic, but not hyperbolic. Mm, Like you want someone to be excited about what they're saying, but not so over the top that you're like kind of like discounting it. You know what I mean? And then for me, I also, I want, not only from a trusted source, but also like a skeptical source. Like uh-huh. I, like a I, discerning source. Mm-hmm, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm, like I appreciate mm-hmm. a recommendation so much more when I know it's from someone who's not like recommending everything, who's kind right. of like looking at something with like a touch of gentle cynicism, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's the whole you don't like anybody, but you like me thing. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> means so much more toxic, but you know, meaningful. <laughs> Meaningful in this, in this context. And then obviously like tried and tested multiple times. Like don't recommend something to me if you've only tried it once. Like I don't want your review of your like first bottle of shampoo. I want it after your like seventh. Like exactly. Multiple washes are definitely necessary, but also like different humidities, (laughs) (laughs) different humidities. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
how did it do for you in Palm Springs versus New York? I want to know. <laughs> right. This is why I'm skeptical of almost any recommendation about baby products unless the person mm. has, has like four kids. Because I'm like, you tried but the one stroller. <laughs> I like, I'm glad you liked it, but you're, you can't tell me it's the best one because you've had one kid. Or recommendations from new parents, especially where I'm like, you've been doing this for two minutes. Like, what do you know? Also, you're loopy. Yeah. Also. <laughs> that discredits you. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I totally get that. I also think like, I mean, especially with baby products, like every baby is different, right? So like something mm-hmm. that works for one baby from like a personality standpoint might not work for another baby, which exactly. throws a whole other variable into the mix. People are like, my baby sleeps so well in this onesie. And you're like, well, maybe your baby just sleeps well. Like, did yes. you think of that? Maybe right. you just have a baby who sleeps and don't brag about it. <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself. But I like my, my sort of final recommendation rubric standard is like, I think like, well, this is more of a bonus. Like it's fine if the recommendation isn't this, but I think like it sort of catapults it into another stratosphere if it is. But like, I think if something is culty, like kind of like an invitation to participate in something like a phenomenon, then that is to, to me like the cherry on top of recommendation. This is an excellent rubric. It's an excellent rubric. Clearly, I I, thought about this way too much. (laughs) The other thing I love as like a bonus is if it's a category of thing that like maybe I didn't even think about. Like I feel like whenever we talk about things like dental floss, like that's when people are like really like, yeah, nobody's ever picked apart like what their favorite (laughs) dental floss is for me before. I haven't thought about it that much. And you're like, no, but this could really change your dental floss experience. (laughs) You know, anyway. Thank you so much to Nutrafol for sponsoring today's episode. Longtime sponsor, longtime friend of the show, truly, and friend of my hair, which is, you know, something that I feel pretty is pretty closely tied to my identity. And I was trying to think about like, what are all of the sort of iconic hair moments in pop culture history that really exemplify uh, that idea of like hair being tied to identity? What do you have any, Erica? the one that like came to most to mind to me was sliding doors. <gasps> totally iconic transformation. Iconic. Oh my like, gosh. Gwyneth long sort of boring drap, you know, no offense, but very sleek hair, but like very, and then <laughs> yes. she gets the cut and the life changes and everything's different. And she leaves the man. Like it's all, it's like new hair, new you. Whole well, thing. new hair, new you. And also a moment of uh, twinning with your boyfriend, because remember, this was the moment that Gwyneth and Brad basically had the same haircut. Correct. Correct. Like, and sliding t- doors <laughs> Gwyneth is like, I is definitely like my, my Gwyneth, like mm. my style icon Gwyneth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, interesting. So all of this really clicks for me. And I definitely had a haircut not dissimilar to that at you some point did? like late high school. Yeah. I never knew that about you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like 16, 17. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, great news is Nutrafol helps you have healthy, thicker hair so you can get whatever kind of hairstyle you want. Basically, Long that's Gwyneth, maybe over-promising, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here is what's not over-promising. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. It is made of natural, clinically effective medical-grade botanicals for better hair growth through whole body health, and it's physician formulated to be 100% drug-free. On top of thicker, stronger hair without lasers or chemicals, Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you get a handle on better sleep, stress, skin, nails, and libido. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries. You never miss a dose. 
77% of women saw improvements in just 90 days. And even if you aren't experiencing thin hair, Nutrafol can help you grow thicker, stronger hair. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using promo code or 2 for $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it is available to US customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code a thing or two. Thank you so much to Today Ticks for sponsoring today's show. Oh, we are so excited to work with Today Ticks as we are anytime a sponsor approaches us who we've already been using and paying for, which I start, I looked in my history. I've been using Today Ticks since 2016. You were the one who tipped me off to it. I remember you telling I? me about it. Yeah. I me. feel like you hadn't used it yet, but you were like, I've read about this. I feel like, or maybe your brother had had a good experience. I don't know, but it was a hot tip. You know what it was? It was one of Thomas's friends, younger brothers worked there. And I was like, <laughs> this is a really good idea. It I feel is. like this is a thing. At the time, Today Ticks wasn't like as big as they are now. And they were just mostly doing last minute tickets to shows at discount. And I had a very last minute desire, which was that the day that Prince died, stick with me here, after the curtain call for the Broadway show, The Color Purple, Jennifer Hudson and Cynthia Erivo sang Purple Rain for the mm-hmm. audience. And somebody in the audience recorded the video and uploaded it to YouTube and it went viral. And I am getting chills just thinking about it. Google this video if you haven't seen it before. It's incredible. And I was like, I need to go see this show because I never heard of Cynthia Erivo. She like knocked my socks off. So I got logged on today ticks and got tickets, I think for that week to go see the show because it was going to close soon. And I was like, I got to see this. And truly like top 10 theater experience. And it was, you know, many thanks to today ticks. And to you. Iconic. Iconic. Um, Thanks to both me and to Today Ticks. Yeah. Um, Today Ticks is your (laughs) one-stop shop for theater tickets with the best value on tickets to Broadway and beyond. Just download the app or visit todayticks.com to find a show you want to see. Getting tickets is easier than ever, like truly, truly so easy. With the Today Ticks app, you can check out in 30 seconds and get your tickets with ease. You can book your tickets months in advance or even day of if you're feeling spontaneous. Today Ticks gives you access to exclusive presales, limited time offers, digital lottery programs, to sold out shows and day of discounted tickets. And today ticks isn't just for Broadway and London's West End. You can also find tickets in cities across the country and around the world, including Chicago, LA, DC, San Francisco, Sydney, and more. See that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much or even less. Go to todayticks.com slash a thing or two and use the promo code a thing or two to get $10 off your first today ticks purchase. That's promo code a thing or two at todayticks.com dot com slash a thing or two for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase today ticks.com slash a thing or two. Hey, I'm Allie Colbert. I'm a stand-up comedian, actress, and writer from New York City. And I'm Jackie Colbert. I have made my career as a comedian by using my insights and wit to make points. Funny points, but points. Look, I have good taste and too much common sense for just myself, so I'm going to share it with you guys. Okay, Allie, get over yourself. (laughs) And my younger sister and best friend Jackie is here to bring me back down to earth. Every Tuesday, Jackie and I are going to hang out with each other and some of our favorite people. And of course, respond to your questions and confessions. So send in your secrets. It's like church, but I'm Jewish and bisexual. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Subscribe, rate, review. You know the drill. Before we move on to your recommendations, can we talk about the 3 p.m. outfit expiration date? Because I I know that you are known around the internet for a couple of like really genius, just 
terms. Like isms. And, yeah, yeah, isms yeah. like stick of butter being a notorious <laughs> one, stick of butter dressing, dressing in like, you know, shades of cream and white exclusively and menacore. Dairy hues. Yeah, yeah. dairy hues. Menacore. Dairy hues, exactly. Everybody, this, this sort of like Eileen Fisher menopausal uh, vibe <laughs> that people have embraced. But nothing spoke to me quite like 3 p.m. outfit expiration. Can you talk about that? Yeah, this, it was like a, one of those things that I think like what all those, all those things that you just described are things that especially Manicore and the 3 p.m. theory were things that like people may have been observing or even doing themselves, but like, it's fun to have a, a name for it. So that's kind of what's catchy about it. And like, for me, I like would always kind of like grumble internally about the fact that like I would put on my, an outfit in the morning and like the shirt would be crisp, the pants would be unwrinkled. And, you know, I hadn't had like my breakfast, lunch and dinner yet. So like they, you like, obviously your body changes throughout the day and that's fine, but it also changes how your clothes fit. And like, sort of like the moment I put it on is the moment at which the outfit is at its peak. And then like slowly over the course of the day, like sort of like a piece of rotting fruit, the outfit starts to (laughs) deteriorate. And by the time, like really around 3 PM is kind of when I was clocking it happening is like, I would look, I would like pass by a mirror or, you know, I'd be going to the bathroom and I would glance at myself as I was washing my hands and be like, this is not what I put on in the morning. This is a completely (laughs) different outfit. I... Think a lot about how when people do red carpets, do they just take those really tall sprinter vans where they don't have to sit, <laughs> or do they get steamed in the van before they leave? Like what happens, and how really like any outfit you buy, you need to sit down in it before you actually decide to buy it to understand: a, does it ride up your crotch, and b, does it immediately get wrinkled and destroyed? I have a yes. pair of pants that I think like that are amazing, but you can't really like. The back of them just creases immediately. Like you yep. can't, it's like one of those those pants where you're like, oh, I'm not going to sit on the subway because <laughs> that'll be that. Like that's, I must stand in them. That's why I have to wear shoes that work to stand on the subway and it's a whole thing. It spoke to me so deeply. I felt so seen and I just really appreciated you putting it out there so we could all acknowledge it as a universal truth rather than walk around with our heads in shame, like wanting to tell everybody, like, I swear I looked better when I left the house this morning. I thought about it again recently because of that new apparel line that's out called High Sport. Do you know it? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about culty. I think that that's like culty. Yes. It's a really, really beautiful line of like mostly stretching it. It's quite expensive. But the, the designer, Alyssa Zachary, who made it, gave this quote to Vogue about how basically she would put on all of these beautiful clothes in the morning and then run around New York City, drop like on the subway, drop her kids off at school and then look terrible in these like silk pants and, and, you know, thin knits or whatever and poplin shirt. And I was, and so she created this line of these stretchy knits where you can actually look chic, but not worry about getting wrinkled. And I just felt like, you know what, your clothes are so expensive, but I want to give you all my money for understanding this and, <laughs> and like seeking for acknowledging it. the problem. Yes. And she's very stylish and she worked at the row and she worked at Kate and she worked for all of these lines that do that thing where you're like, I want to wear a silk pants and a poplin shirt, but who can actually do that? Like, unless you're just standing up all day. Totally. And I think like with clothes in particular, like going back, like if you want to throw in like sort of another recommendation rubric for something that you wear is that it like does two things at once. Like it not only looks good, but it also like performs some kind of service. Or if you like, I think about that when, when you hear about another new brand existing, like I feel like it has to sort of check at least two of those boxes. Mm -hmm. And like, 
I love knowing that that was the genesis of high sport because you look at the pants and they look beautiful and comfortable, mm-hmm. but knowing that like they also were invented, that they are designed specifically to like last throughout the day in a way that looks unwrinkled and kind of unvarnished by you moving through the world is, I think that's really smart. It sold it me. Really I'll smart. tell you what banana in those pants. I mean, <laughs> what else do we want? Perfectly ripe. <laughs> Perfectly ripe. <laughs> All right, Harling, we are so excited about your thingies. Let's have them. Okay, hold on. Let me, I did make a list. Uh, I love it. I love so it. I'm I consulting love it. it. Okay. My first one is a seasonally um, relevant one mm. and it's simply fleece lined black tights. Guys, See, this feels like something that people like have been obsessed with, but that Claire, you're not, you don't have fleece lined black tights. I used to have fleece lined black tights way back in the day, but I just don't wear tights anymore. Mm. Yeah. So this, I would say is a controversial recommendation because you are recommending that people wear tights. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Please go Sometimes, on. Please go like, on. Okay. I am notoriously, my, my mom could tell you like when I, you know, when you're a little kid and like your mom wants you to wear tights, that's a, that's such a thing. Like I would really, I would really fight her on that because I just, I hated how the waistband felt. I hated those little seams at the toes that are never oh in the gosh. right place. And I just hated how like the material felt against my legs, it's like itchy, um, staticky, so as an adult, like I, I definitely don't wear tights often, but there are certainly occasions when I need to wear a pair of tights when I want to wear like a skirt or a dress in the winter and it's too cold to go bare leg. And fleece line tights have been such a lifesaver for me as someone who like cares, a, like I'm so picky about how things feel, you know, going back to me being obsessed with cotton sweaters instead of wool. Like I like something really cozy against my skin. I'm basically like a giant baby. So <laughs> fleece line tights, they like have, have solved that for me. They've been kind of the answer to that just in terms of like both comfort. And also I think they're kind of bonus qualities that they're so incredibly durable compared to, to other tights because that fleece lining prevents them from tearing and getting holes. Do you find that because they're kind of thick, they don't have the same sleekness as a non-fleece line tight? Correct. They are not sleek. Okay. <laughs> you kind of have to be willing to sacrifice that, which yeah. I definitely am. Like And sometimes they are not what you need in an outfit. Like sometimes you really do need like a sheer tight and then Mm -hmm. you're going to have to go to like the, like the the old fashioned unfleece line route. But when I, (laughs) I like that the traditional tight is old fashioned now. Yeah. And now the, and the the modern tight is fleece lined. It makes sense. It makes sense. (laughs) Yes. The the pioneering tight of the (laughs) modern age is fleece line. So that's my, that's my starting recommendation. That's my starting thingy just because it's 20 degrees today. Starting strong. Do you have a favorite fleece line type brand? Okay. So I actually prepared for this question and <laughs> no, I do not. I, which is kind of, in my opinion, the beauty of um, fleece mm-hmm. line tights. Cause you can just go to Google, type in black fleece line tights, find the ones that are in your price range. They start pretty low, which is nice too. And it doesn't matter what the brand is. They all look and feel exactly the same. And <laughs> yeah, I think that's perfect. part of their genius. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Perfect. What else you got for us? Okay. So have you guys tried Merit's complexion stick? No, no, but I, this is so crazy because I, I never go on TikTok. It's like the one and only (laughs) social media thing that I haven't yet been sucked into, although I'm sure my time will come. And, but I opened it to look for something the other day. And the first thing that started playing was a makeup thing and the person was doing their routine and they talked about this merit complexion thing. And I was like, oh, I didn't, they talked about it. Like I was supposed to know already. I've never heard of it. Never once heard of it. Okay. I feel like you guys will love 
would love the brand Merit in general. They just have really mm -hmm. lovely makeup, like sort of that classic. And now at this point, cliche, like no makeup, makeup basics. Like mm -hmm. they have an amazing mm -hmm. brow pomade. They have a wonderful mascara. They have a really nice cream blush. But like to me, they're the very best thing they make. And the thing that kind of changed my makeup routine when I do wear makeup, which is rare. And so I think that like has made me extra discerning when like in terms of what products I use, because like if I'm going to wear makeup, I want it to look pretty non-existent, to be honest. Yes. And this complexion stick is perfect for that. It like is super creamy, but not overly so. Like I have kind of combination skin, so I need it to be like creamy, but not over, like not doesn't make me oily. So it's kind of that like perfect in between where like you're matte, but not dry. And best of all, like, you know, like when you're little and you use a glue stick to glue construction mm -hmm. paper together and yes. it's kind of satisfying like it's in that form so it's really fun to just like draw on your face with it and then blend it in so do you put it does it get blended all over your face or is it like an under eye concealer or like what do you do with it you can use it for either I tend to put it all over my face or I just like you know put it in like the areas that are like red or like need a little covering up and then blend out. So ultimately it does kind of like cover most of my face, but I use like a beauty blender to uh -huh, get it uh -huh, nice uh -huh. and even all over. And um, is it sheer? It's pretty, it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's like completely sheer, but it's definitely very light. So okay. it looks like your skin once it's on, you can't see it. It sinks in really, really well. And you can't like, you don't get any of that, like sort of cakiness or flakiness that I found with a lot of other similar products. And it comes in a really wide range of shades too. Well, so this is my next question. People are going to want to know what shade you use. I use bisque most of the time, but I will occasionally mix in a slightly, like the next shade darker when, if I have a tan, which is okay. not happening at the moment, but yes, it's an, I, you, I really think you guys would like it. So now I'm, I'm trying to influence you to get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I'm very interested in this. It's the kind of thing that you can't mess up too, which I appreciate because mm -hmm. I don't like things where it like, Sometimes even using like a brow pencil makes me nervous because I don't like, it just feels like there's a lot of room for error. <laughs> Whereas Harling this thing, same. like you just scribble on, like you're sketching something and blend, 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 and you're, you're done. <laughs> I, it's what I need. Erica's very precise. Like she's someone who wears liquid eyeliner regularly. Like it's no big thing. I am very heavy handed with makeup. I screw it all up and I need something like that. I need the crayon, of, you know, of makeup basically. <laughs> Erica, do you, you feel like you're just like naturally good at knowing how to put on makeup or have you like, I, I feel like at some point I want to learn how to be good at makeup. <laughs> I do too. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, honestly, I think I just read a lot of teen magazines when I was growing <laughs> up and like consumed a lot of that content. My mom like never owned makeup brushes and would like put eyeshadow on with her fingers. So it definitely wasn't from there. I think you're yeah. a precise person in general. I, yes, that's true. But I'm also like, I have no artistic ability whatsoever. Like I can't like sketch or draw, which is like, what but you have good handwriting and you're good at crafts. Like, I think you have the right, the, the right, right makeup to be good at makeup. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> girl, I read a lot of teen magazines too, and definitely tried all that shit and I can't do it. I just, interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. The brow pencil thing is like a very good example. Such a you good get example. like a blonde brow pencil. Oh yeah, there. I get. So we we both use the Sonia's brow bar pencil, and when because we love Sonia Vukatage and and she does our brows, and we'll go there and we'll be like pencil. I'm getting pencil, <laughs> and 
And she's always like, do you do medium or dark? And I always have to be like, Sonia, light. And I obviously have really dark brown hair, but I'm like, I'm too heavy handed. If I take the medium or the dark, I will look crazy. So I need the light because otherwise it'll be a mess. You just have to be able to go hard at the light. It's great. <laughs> That's actually smart because I usually get brown when I'm getting a brow yeah. pencil because mm-hmm. I have brown eyebrows, but maybe doing blonde and just like being able to go ham with it is the better approach. <laughs> Give it a shot. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I look crazy and I don't realize it. You don't. You don't. <laughs> but it, it's been working for me. <laughs> All right. What's next? What's next? I am very passionate about my milk foamer. Um, mm. As someone who makes, I make a matcha latte for myself every morning and I have this whole routine. And I would say that this is like the hero of the routine just because it gives me that perfect amount of foam. I don't like it when there's too much foam and I don't like it when there's too little foam. I also don't like it when the milk is like tepid. I need it to be like a certain, I need to be hot, but again, not scalding. I need to be like kind of like baby bear and the Goldilocks and the three bears. Like you want it to be just right. And this one from a brand called Chinya, it's C-H-I-N-Y-A is to me, the best one I've ever used. And I use it daily. So I can definitely attest to its superiorness. <laughs> is it a wand or like a vessel? It's a vessel. Okay. I am pro vessel. Me too. To me, wands, I always make a mess with those. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they are like, obviously that's just for foaming, not for warming it up too. And I mm-hmm. like the ones that do both at the same time. And I just don't think that those tiny little wands can work hard enough. No, You exactly. think they're weak. It's yeah, like I a finger instead of an arm, you know, like exactly. they, just, <laughs> they just look like they're struggling. Yeah. <laughs> this job requires an arm. <laughs> Does this frother have multiple settings or just one? It has cold foam or hot foam, which is nice because I do like a cold version of the drink when it's Same. warm out. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I like a cold foam. And are you also, in addition to a frother involving a matcha whisk, like how much equipment is involved in this drink? Yes. So there is kind of a lot of equipment involved, <laughs> I'll be honest. So basically you have to sift the matcha. And uh-huh. in order to do that, I have like a mini mesh strainer that you kind of like rest over the lid of the matcha bowl. And then you sift your little spoonful of matcha through that. And then you boil the water. I like to use an electric kettle for that just because it makes it so fast. So I have an electric kettle, I pour it in. And then I have an electric bamboo whisk, which is kind of unique. That to me, in a like sort of like parallel to the foamer is also definitely a game changer if you are into matcha latte making because you get, because of the power of the electric bamboo whisk, like it gives the drink like almost like a pre-milk froth foam on the top. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. like you're like the matcha tea itself has like a layer of foam and then you're adding more foam on top of that with the milk, which is kind of like the ideal airiness for the beverage. And so those are, those are kind of the three bits of equipment. It's the mesh strainer, it's the electric bamboo whisk, and then it's the milk frother. Don't forget about the, the water kettle. And the kettle. Sorry, you're right. (laughs) But a lot most people have some kind of kettle. That's not necessary. You don't need an electric kettle. You can use a regular optional pot or, you know, microwave your water if that's your thing. And then a bowl. I mean, like I have a matcha bowl because I'm a freak, but you (laughs) could use any bowl. Thank you so much to Best Fiends for sponsoring today's episode. 
you know that we are very big fans around here of finding things to do on your phone to basically drain your brain, turn your brain off for a second without it being social media. Because basically like anything that's not Instagram or Twitter is probably better. And we all need those (laughs) moments, right? No, not me, Claire. Everybody else, but not me. (laughs) Like for me, the time when I'm really vulnerable to it is when I just got off an hour long Zoom or maybe two hour long back-to-back Zooms. I cannot look at my computer, but I can look at a smaller screen and I just need to turn my brain off for a second. So I was trying to think of like, what are some other things that I could do besides look at social media? You could play Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a mobile puzzle game that you can download for free and start playing today. Whether you have a few minutes or a few hours, you'll end up losing yourself in it because Best Fiends is so much fun. It's a puzzle game that features tons of cute characters, love a cute character, that help you solve thousands of fun puzzles. The more you play, the more characters you collect. And the more you win, the more challenges you face. New characters and challenging puzzles are added all the time so you never get bored. And there are tons of fun events where you can win in-game rewards. With thousands of levels, you can play forever without getting bored. Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. So we've been just thinking about the things that we do on a like daily, regular-ish basis to to help with our mental health or when we need to like get out of that like um, a spiral or like whatever it is. Like, and something that I started doing once I was like getting into yoga enough to be able to do it is a headstand. Um, I didn't know this about you. Really? This is new. So few things I don't know about you, but this is one of them. Well, a huge, a huge reveal um, in this BetterHelp ad today is like, yeah, I can, <laughs> I, can, I can do a headstand. I can't think about anything else when I'm doing a headstand. I don't have yes. the capacity to. I like really have to like focus on it and I don't know, I find it really enjoyable and you just feel really strong and like, and you also get the blood rushing to your head. Thing, yeah. Which is actually good for you. I would love to do this. I fear I would injure myself. So in the meantime, I'll stick to therapy, but maybe a goal for 2022. Love it. And if you are interested in therapy, talking to a licensed therapist can help you feel better. We can attest to it. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online so you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. They have 3,000 US licensed therapists across all 50 states and four modes of communication, text, chat, phone, and video. You can start communicating with a counselor in under 24 hours and schedule weekly secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Anything you share is confidential. And if for any reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a different one. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash a thing or two. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash a thing or two. Thank you so much for supporting the sponsors who make it possible for us to bring you this show every week. Eric and I were sent a cookbook recently that was among other things about sustain, like eating sustainable. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it went so over the top. It was like talking about all the different ways you can be like sustainable in your cooking and eating practices. But 
it was so over the top that there was definitely a full paragraph on how to boil water sustainably. And one of the things that it did point out was that uh, hot water kettle is actually a more sustainable way to boil water. So congratulations to you. Oh, on- <laughs> wait, why is that the case? Because you're using electricity and not like gas. Well, if you have a gas stove or whatever yeah. and it goes faster. So oh. it's yeah. also the author's British and I feel like Brits just like love a hot water kettle. And yes, like, I didn't need do. this. Pi- I, I know this about you already. Like, <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, good to know. I'm going to continue on then. Yes, yeah. continue You're doing on. it right. Feel, You're feel absolutely good. doing it Pat right. Pat yourself on the back for sure. <laughs> okay, my next thing is squeezable tahini. Ooh. <gasps> squeezable tahini. Mighty Sesame Company. I bought it randomly when I was, you know, placing an order on Fresh Direct once. And I don't, I can never go back to other vessels for tahini. I think at this, like, because it's been so transformative in terms of like <laughs> my desire to use tahini. Cause I would always buy those like, uh, kind of like circular cartons of it, you know, mm-hmm. where like, it's kind of messy and you have to stir it every time. Oh and, yeah. Like, we've, I'm sh- we've yeah. shit talked to Joya on this podcast before and we'll do it again. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> you don't you have to worry about it. Yeah. It's really the, yeah. the process of that, but yes. and I'm sure tahini snobs are like squeezable tahini is Yes, but for me, like I, it's just made it so like, and I, I love the taste of it, but I would just never use it because it was messy and arduous. And this the has whole made production. it a far more pleasurable experience from beginning to end. I really love hearing about how people use tahini. And now that I know you're using it recklessly, just like all over the place, you're going to have to tell us the various use cases for this. It's a, well, it's so fun to drizzle on stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like the the beauty of a squeezed bottle is that it dispenses it very kind of specifically. And you can mm-hmm. really have a, you can have a more direct approach to like the application process of it. Harling is making um, this is where you can do your heart. Yeah, I'm making Like this is where you can, yeah. With my this is where you can do your artful, like latte art basically right. with your yes. tahini. So I just, I put it on everything. Like I drizzle it over various proteins. I drizzle it over salads, over veggies. I drizzle it over sometimes like just a half of an avocado with a little bit of salt. It's really delicious. So again, like it's just made it so that I'm much more inclined to use it, which like I would always kind of just forget I even had the circular, <laughs> the circular version before. The the a use case that's been really game changing for me that the founders of Sum Tahini gave to us is putting it on granola with yogurt. It is so oh, good. Wow. Yeah. Kind of like shocked. a that sounds so good. Or it's even really like good. ice cream, probably. I don't know. I feel like yes. no, totally. so many yes. things. Oatmeal. It's really good mm, on oatmeal. I've never tried um, it on oatmeal. Yeah, oatmeal with like some banana sliced over it. Yeah. Oh, that sounds wonderful. I mean, that sounds delicious. What question did I have for you? There was something. Oh, have you ever consumed it straight from the container? (laughs) I have yet to do that. But honestly, now that the seed is planted, I probably will. (laughs) The sesame seed has been planted. Yes, exactly. (laughs) What else are you excited about? Um, Have you guys heard of the brand Chava? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's like sort of my, my splurge thingy in this list. It's a brand based in Mexico city. They make the most beautiful made to order button down shirts with like, in like the most incredible fabrics, like Swiss cotton. And I would like, they, to me, this is like as much of a work of art as something as like a simple button down can be. They're all designed and developed in partnership with this 30 year old family run shirting studio in Mexico, in Mexico city. So like it's like a little collective of artisans that works on them. And 
like, I just think it's to me, like, this is like the ultimate luxury having a white button down shirt that's customized to like my measurements and is made of this like incredible material by a brand that like cares so much about the materials and reducing waste and like just making something really special that you're going to have for the rest of your life probably are you taking and sending your measurements in yes it's interesting like I've never done that before I like I feel like guys do this more often than women just I mean that's a generalization but I'd never like my husband knows his neck measurement offhand. I've like, <laughs> right, you know, right, like right, I right, would right. never because men's shirts are like sized that way and women's <laughs> yeah, aren't exactly. for whatever reason. Yeah, exactly. But I'm also like we're we've been missing out because it is so nice to have something that like you know like my arms are like a little like kind of long proportionate to my torso. So even having something that's like the right arm length for me feels really special. So you you definitely have to do arm length. I think you have to do neck. You have to do chest, shoulders, waist and maybe hips as well. They have a whole guide on their website that teaches you how to measure yourself because it's not as intuitive as you would think. So like, I remember the first time I sent in my measurements to them, they responded, the founder Olivia responded and she was like, you did it wrong. (laughs) She was like, go back and do it again. Because she could tell that like the arm length that I'd sent in or whatever it was, that was wrong. Was just like, it wouldn't have been possible for me to have that arm length. So the, the guide on their website is really helpful for making sure that you're doing it correctly. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine it would be intuitive at all. I'd be deeply intimidated by the process. <laughs> yes, but highly, highly recommend. I feel like this, like it would even be such a great gift for someone to be like, I'm giving you the gift of like a custom made button down shirt. They also have the option to just, I think they have some pre-made stuff, but they make very, very limited quantities of everything. The founder, Olivia Volante is also just like so kind and nice and wonderful. And just, she's like someone that you can get excited to support. Totally. And she's like, she's so chic too. Like I'm like, she's the kind of person who wears button downs really well, like, I'm just, like yes. she's to me, like she's given me a lot of styling ideas just from following her on Instagram and seeing the way she kind of like tucks it and wears a kind of like one button and I don't know, like, you know, like kind of seeing the shirt as like a, a fluid thing that you can kind of mess with based on what you're wearing or where you're going, yes. which I think is cool. And her husband is from Mexico City, right? And I think his family maybe has some relationship to the studio or the- Yes, the, I think the that's correct. Yeah, yeah. So cool that there's those shirts are incredibly beautiful. I know. I love them. I like it's it. I remember the first time when I first got my shirt, it was in the middle of the pandemic. And so I didn't wear it for months. Like it's kind of, I just did not have an occasion to wear a button down. I was wearing, you were like saving it for like actually <laughs> wanting exactly, to go somewhere and look it. nice in it. <laughs> and then I remember slipping it on for the first time and it sounds so corny, but I was like overcome, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I think like when, like, I just did not expect it to be so beautiful (laughs) because, you know, it's a white button down shirt. I'm like, how, how life-changing can this be? But like, you could just tell how much thought had gone into the fabric that was chosen and the way that it was put together. Do you have anything else that you're excited about? Yeah, I have a couple more things. I'll go through them quickly because I, I don't know how many you want me to You're do. You're good. You're good. No, um, we, want, we want everything you got. Yeah. Okay. We want them all. This one is very, very, very specific. It is called DGL licorice pills. <gasps> okay. <laughs> well, I never tried them and I couldn't tell you why I never actually pulled the trigger on them, but I had t- terrible acid reflux when I was pregnant and people or one person told me that I should try these. And I feel like at that point I was just 
so close to the finish line. I was like, I can't try another thing. So tell us everything. Sell us on these. I've been having heartburn and indigestion <gasps> recently. So maybe you this have? is the okay, specific. So this is, this yeah, is it's been perfect really for you then. I, I had like a random bout of severe heartburn last spring that was like kind of scary because it was totally out of the blue and, and like really like kind of debilitating. Like I was like, very, I felt very terrible for weeks. And yeah, I feel like I if you've know. never had it before, it's so in, yeah. ten, you're like, wait, I can't live like this. What? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. totally. I've never had it before. And I was like, is this the rest of my life? Like I was, yes. I was actually like very, like, emo- it was like very emotional for me. Cause I thought that like, it was just so relentless that I was like, I guess this is just what I'm going to be doing every day forever. Carling, it's awful. It's awful, awful, awful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like, it's, it, it really gets to you psychologically, I think to have something to be in like, and you know, obviously there are so many things like that. Like, I think like any form of like chronic pain or discomfort can be really Mm -hmm. mentally taxing. And this definitely fell into that category because I'd never had something like that that was so recurrent. So Mm -hmm. anyways, like I was kind of in a panic. I went to a gastroenterologist who was like, you need to give up all these foods. Like, like, and you also need to go on this prescription, this like really intense prescription antacid for like three months. And Mm. I, it kind of freaked me out because I was like, that's so long to be on like a prescription thing. I don't know. Like I definitely like put a lot of stock in Western medicine, but I also kind of wanted to try some other like slightly gentler things first to just see how they work. So I ended up just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to an acupuncturist and just see what she, I have like an incredible acupuncturist. Her name is Sharon Young at Five Seasons Healing in New York. If anyone is looking for one, I couldn't recommend her more highly, but she did acupuncture on me for heartburn. And she also recommended these pills and I'm sure the acupuncture helped too, but I, I really credit like the reason my heartburn going away to the pills, because like I could notice a difference as soon as I started taking them. It was like one, like, and I feel like you know, like I take supplements, like I, like I try things out, like I'm kind of interested in like health and wellness things in general. And like, so rarely do you try something that like you see instant results for. Mm -hmm. No, so satisfying when that happens and so rare. So the fact that these worked and like my heartburn went away completely, I still have like occasional bouts when I eat a spicy food, but then I just take these pills and it's better almost immediately. So like, they feel like a magic bullet to me. And I feel like, like something that like, if anyone anyone who struggles with heartburn should just have a bottle of these in their medicine cabinet just for like emergency use. Or even like I eat them sometimes after a spicy meal, even if I don't have heartburn because they're kind of tasty. So I need like, these. Yeah, you got DGL licorice pills. Yes. Okay. And that's they're not, chewable. It's like not great. That's not the brand name, right? It's just like the type. It's called Nature's Way. That's the brand that you use. Yeah. So, and I feel like a lot of people have heartburn. So this is something more people know about. I just like, I was on like so many Google deep dives. Like I was like thinking of like drinking apple cider vinegar every day. Like I was kind of willing to try anything at this point. And so the fact that these worked and they worked so well was a really a great takeaway from that miserable experience. God, I'm so happy for you that you found that. Me too. I want everyone to know about them. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for telling us. I need to know today. Yes. Like this is truly like you, it's exactly what I needed. <laughs> I actually have like one other thing also in that category in terms of like life-changing health related things, which is like D-Manos. Have you guys heard of that? If anyone out there listening to the pod has chronic UTIs, mm. this completely eliminated. I trust someone does. For me. I trust someone does. Definitely somebody what does. Is, yeah. What is this? But a lot of doctors do recommend this supplement. So definitely like talk to yours about it if you're interested in it, but you can buy it over the counter. You can buy it on Amazon. It's 
something like, and like, like I, again, like it's like something about the way that the supplement binds to the bacteria, huh. which then like hmm. removes it from your system as it's passing through. And again, like that is like, I'm probably butchering it, but that's my understanding of it. And I used to have UTIs all the time. I started taking the supplement and now I've never had one since. So, um, also a big game changer for me. <laughs> wow. It, it really like Harling, there are just so many supplements that I feel like I take or have taken where I'm like, is this do, like, is my hair stronger? Like, right. I don't know, right. like maybe perhaps, or like, is like, is this helping my skin? Who could say? And I keep taking them most of the time. Cause it, I don't know, whatever, but it, when you actually get like that physical result of being like this solved the problem I was having, it does feel like a miracle. Agreed. It really does. And I like, I like going back to the rubric, like I'm a bit of a skeptic in terms of supplements. Like I don't take a lot. I take like a probiotic, but I'm not some who, someone who has like seven things yeah. that they take every day. So like, I, I just take what I feel like really works. And this is one of those things for sure. I'll do my final, I'll do my final thingy now that is not Please. UTI related, which is fantasy novels. Just to do a book related one is sort of to throw that into the mix. I feel like it's, I started reading fantasy novels during the pandemic, which like is not hard to like psychologically diagnose the reason someone <laughs> might do that. You know, like it's like such a cliche in terms of like wanting to escape into another world where there's like fairies. But I'm like, so, I don't know. It, to me, it's been one of the most sort of enjoyable things, most enjoyable little like guilty pleasures that I've picked up in the last two years. I like realized after having gotten into this particular series called a court of thorns and roses. And I apologize because like, I've, I'm just like, <laughs> I've heard of this one. It's a whole series, it. right? It's a whole series. It's like five books, maybe. And I think there's still more to come, but like, and again, like the, I do feel like it's sort of embarrassing to read these books. Like they're not like, I don't think it's not, all, I don't think it's not such a thing as embarrassing books unless it's like, I don't know, okay. like Peter Thiel's memoir. Like I just like, <laughs> like <laughs> I just yeah, yeah Tim Ferriss books maybe yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Like, oh yeah, yes no. like of course there are somewhat embarrassing books but so no, but you're I, right here I should put it this way what my husband always says is there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure like if it brings you pleasure it brings you pleasure fair don't feel shame about it yeah fair 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 yeah. although I will say with these kinds of books like they are like some of the scenes are like so ridiculously like I guess the term is like smutty mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. that like I, I can't help but think of them as a guilty pleasure. I'm yes. like, this is like, I'm like blushing as I read this, but <laughs> yeah, they like, they're just, they're so the plots are like just completely delightful. The romance between the two main characters is such a treat. So if like, if anyone is looking for a literary escape, that's like a major page turner and just like, doesn't really require a lot of like heavy lifting brain wise. And are they like, asking much of you? Is it like, there's like fantastical creatures in it. Like what makes it fancy? Oh, yeah. Is it sci-fi? Okay. No, sci-fi is like, different, Claire. Okay. All right. Careful. Okay. Totally Careful. different. <laughs> but they, they, they're fantastical creatures. There's like, there's the human realm. And then there's like the, like, they call them Fae, F-A-E. It's like okay. some kind uh -huh. of, that's like the mystical creatures that are in these books in particular. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I think, some like they have like a sort of YA vibe to them. Like they definitely like I think the main character is like 17. Okay. <laughs> so like they kind of in that sense, I think have a lot of nostalgia for me. Like I loved like reading the Hunger Games when I was mm -hmm. in college yes. or whatever. Like I love that kind of genre. 
<laughs> very transparently. So even and same, I, like same, as, same as an adult. So I've always loved fantasy and I feel like I was reading like, you know, I'm definitely reading more these days. Just, I think like working from home and having more of a routine where I'm like reading book for a bed every night has allowed me to do that. But I got into this, this kind of phase of reading a lot of like intense books for a while. And then I just like swung completely into the opposite direction with these. And it was really fun. And I, and I got like, I had like a book hangover after I finished them. Like I was like, what do Mm -hmm. I read next that will replicate the feeling that I had when reading these? And it's been really fun to be on like, you know, I, Claire, you said you aren't on TikTok, which I admire you for, but they're like, obviously like one section of TikTok is called book talk. And that's Mm -hmm. where people just like, just make the most passionate over the top book recommendations. And this, this series is like a big deal on book talk. So I could see this to like, kind of to watch these TikToks with other people who are like experiencing a similar book hangover from having read the series and then like wanting to talk about it or wanting to find something similar to it to read next. Do you follow Becca Freeman? No. Okay. So I don't, I think she's just on Instagram, but she, she has a podcast that's largely about books called Bad on Paper with Grace Atwood. And she Instagrams about books a lot. And she's the reason I know about A Court of Thorn and Roses. Cause she, okay. she also, I, I it, do, is it, does everybody refer to it as its acronym, ACOTAR? Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but she is a really big fan of romance. And she's like, I do think she's really good taste in romance. And she, the uh, the other book that she's like always talks about as being this sort of ideal and, and a, a true uh, book hangover uh, generator is the idea of you. It's not fantasy though. It's just straight smut. Well, no, oh, I shouldn't I've say that. Oh, I've never heard of that. No. Oh, we're obsessed it's, with it. And it, this romance. will be like the 45th time we've talked about it. Yeah. On oh my God, podcast. I'm so excited. I'm yeah. like, this is what I need. <laughs> but yes. I feel like you should follow her for book racks if that's what you're in the market for. Cause she's like also always just very much in pursuit of that, that sort of okay, like genre. Yeah, and that high. Rebecca Freeman. Yeah, because exactly. that's like, sounds exactly what I'm looking for at the moment. Like, you know, obviously like your mood changes. I I definitely go through phases when it comes to books. Like I want to, and like, it will last a few months where I like only want to read books that are giving me this particular, that are scratching this particular itch, you know? And Mm -hmm. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a big fantasy phase at the moment or just like romance. I also like love romance too at the moment. So that sounds like that would be majorly up my alley. I think part of like either this pandemic or getting over older or like whatever it is, is like knowing what books to prescribe myself Mm -hmm. and being Mm -hmm. like, okay, like I'm in the mood for something that's like slower and like, you know, whatever has like this kind of pacing or just like, I want something that's going to, that I want to like stay up reading, like that is just Mm going to be like the thing I want to like spend a weekend with. And I feel like I just wasn't good at that before. It would be like, what's next on my list or like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't That's know. such a good way of describing it. I feel the same way about exercise. Like I feel like I'm mm. more of like a prescribing mode with that lately that feels really good. Yes. Smart. Very smart. Harling, this was an absolute joy. Truly for wonderful. For me too. Enjoyed thank it guys. so much. Thank uh, you for So self-indulgent. This. So thank you for no. giving me such a, it really, I mean, it was so much fun for me to talk about these things. So thank you guys. Oh my gosh. Of course. If you want more where this came from, please follow Harling on Instagram where she delivers just like like a lot of screenshot worthy things as Claire (laughs) like mentioned before. There are always really good hair racks, a lot of good like skin and rosacea racks. So many, like there was so much good wedding uh, dress roundup content. Just Mm. like, I don't know. It's like all the categories of things that we care about. So if you like this podcast, please follow Harling. (laughs) That's the show. Hey, Clarinica. Um, I just had to pause the most recent pot. Because you're talking about the romance novel that was a, like fanfic about 
the One Direction ship. And I'm fairly certain that Who Weekly got the same exact correction, but that Larry is not Liam and Harry, it's Louie and Harry. I don't know that your fan base is going to give you a lot of correction calls on this, but I just thought it was um, a funny tie-in. I know you guys are Who Weekly fans. I am an I'm too old to be a One Direction fan, but I just know that one fact. Um, anyhow, thank you for bringing me that joy. Love the pod. Love everything you guys do. Talk to you soon. Thanks. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com.